Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. In this Monday's teaching, Bishop Dag will share five more characteristics of first love and he will cause you to understand that you must value your God-given position. Today's insightful message will help you develop your ability to be a Christian who shows first love, not only by words, but through deeds also. You will learn how having first love leads to you being more available, more quick to act, and more willing to move for God in your life and ministry. Enjoy today's word. Father, thank you for your blessing today. Thank you for guiding us by your mighty Holy Spirit. Lead us to fulfill your perfect will today. Thank you for your mighty presence in our midst. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in church today? Now, um, I want to share with you something very important about how to prevent yourself from becoming financially useless. All right? How to prevent yourself from becoming financially useless. Hallelujah. Now, Matthew chapter 25 is the scripture you are looking for. Amen. Matthew 25. Now, in Matthew 25, we have a famous story of the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered to them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents and to the other two and everyone, another one, one. And he took his journey. And he that had received five talents went and traded. And the one who had received two went and traded. But the one who received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Okay, so the story goes on that when the one, the Lord came back, the one who had received five talents, all right, came, brought other five talents, and he, so his, 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 his money, this is about money. This parable is about money also. I mean, it's, it's, you use the word money. 
And um, the other said, well, he said, well done, I'll make you a ruler. Now, the one who had one, one talent came and said, Lord, I know thee. You know, every trait exhibited by this person it leads to poverty. So he said, I know thee that thou art a hard man. Uh, you reap where you don't sow. And you gather where you are not strawed. And the Lord answered and said, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and I gather what I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges. Then at my coming I should have received my own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him and give it to him that has ten talents. For everyone that has shall have abundance, but from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. Cast you the unprofitable servant or the useless servant into outer darkness and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen. Now this story we usually use, talk about, use it to talk about using your talent in the church. But one of the talents that God has given you is your tithe or your offering. It's one of the things you have because your tithe and your offering and your gift makes um, things happen in the work of God. The church that you see, all right, and uh, whatever is here that we have been able to Put together was created by your tithe and your offering. So your tithe and your offerings are really powerful and important things. Amen. And uh, you mustn't take them lightly at all. You can talk a lot, but if you don't have the money to do it, it all amounts to zero. So remember that the tithing Talent is a very important talent that you need to take seriously. So, and as well as your, your offerings. So, your tithing and your offering is something powerful that you have that you can either hide or use. All right? So, how do you become you know, how, how do you, and I want you to take this seriously because it is, it concerns your job as well, your work, how to become useless. Because you may get a new job and at the new job, you are, uh, you've got an opportunity. You've got an opportunity. Opportunity to do well. Last time I made us pray for the new jobs, but I, I, I felt we should pray about it again. So I hope to remember. Yes, and I believe God is going to give you good opportunities. Now, when you have an opportunity to work, an opportunity, a new job, an, a, an open door, whatever the Lord gives to you, right? 
you can actually go from having a great opportunity to becoming a useless person. So you can become financially useless even though you would have been financially on top. So what are the steps, what are the things to um, avoid? All right, number one is fear. He says, I was afraid and I went and hid thy talent in the earth. So one of the reasons why one of the things you have to avoid is fear. Always ask yourself, am I afraid of something? Do you see? Am I afraid of something? And is fear guiding me? You know? People that I have had most conflict with, trouble with, have actually, when I analyze, have actually been controlled greatly by fear. Fear is, is, a, is a destroyer of friendships and relationships. Fear is a very, very bad thing. And that's why the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. Has not given us a spirit of fear. Now, girls are far more fearful than boys, I think. And boys are far more lustful than girls. You get it? So it's one one draw. You get it? But we brothers also have a lot of fear. Girls also have lust. But in terms of fear, fear destroys relationship because fear, uh, your love is not made perfect because of your fears. When you are afraid of somebody, you don't love the person. And it spoils the relationship. Now, when you have fear in your heart towards somebody, you don't have faith towards the person. Fear is negative faith. So remember that the children of God, God kept on promising, I'll give you the promised land. I'll give you this. I'm giving you this. And they were afraid. So the Bible says, for we see that they could not enter because of fear. And because they did not have faith, they could not enter. Do you see? They could not enter because of their unbelief, also because of their fears. They will mention the giants in the land, they mention this, they mention that. When they went to spy, they came back and the fear was described, fear was called unbelief. Fear was called unbelief. So the Bible says, we see that they could not enter because of unbelief. But they were afraid of the, um, they were afraid of the giants and the issues that they were going to encounter. You get it? So fear is a very negative thing. And unfortunately, like pride, it's sort of invisible. You can't really see that that is what is guiding you. So it's actually a blessing whenever you discover that fear is worrying you. Because then you can easily start saying, in the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of fear. It's actually a blessing when you start discovering within yourself that fear is making me relate in this way. 
Fear is spoiling my friendships. Fear is spoiling my relationships. Fear is changing me. Fear is making me some way. Instead of trusting, I am fearing. Now look at this guy. He says, I was afraid. (laughs) Afraid of what? You know, afraid of what? Everybody who used their talent was promoted. So fear, 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 fear took him out of his promotion. He was totally, I mean, sacked from his promotion. He couldn't become what he was supposed to become. I was afraid and I hate myself. Fear is the first thing that happened to Adam and Eve in relation to God. I was afraid and I hid myself. So they were also afraid and went to hide themselves. Yes, look at it. And he says, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid. I mean, someone you have been flowing with. Do you see? Someone you've been flowing with. Someone who created you to be with him. Because he loved you so much. And your relationship with God got spoiled because of fear. So God noticed a change in Adam's flow with him. Do you see? God noticed a change. And the change led to discovering that there was fear. Once again, fear destroys relationships and fear destroys relationships especially with authorities or father figures or pastors or anybody who is important a relationship with a husband and a wife if you are very afraid that your husband will leave you your husband is falling in love with somebody your husband loves somebody else whatever that fear is number one destroyer it will destroy your relationship you will never have love anymore As soon as you express those things, the relationship changes from that day. From that day, it's actually the end of the relationship. You are just left with a phantom. You are just left with gas. Yes. But it's it's, it's a real fear. And it's a fear not just based on things that have not happened before, but it's based on things that have happened. Fears are based on real things. If you, if you are fear, afraid that a plane will crash, it's based on a reality. Big planes have crashed before. So it's not like the thing you are afraid of has not, does not exist. It's not that you are being told that don't be afraid of something that, because it doesn't exist. You are saying that it exists, but don't be afraid of it. We're not saying that there are no giants in the land. So don't be afraid. Because your imagination of giants is not real. No, it's real. The giants are real people. But to allow yourself to descend into fear is to allow yourself to destroy a relationship. You know, I have many young, younger people, people that I would have been even closer to. You know, in my position, I'm quite lonely because when I want to relate with people just as friends or to relax with them, they, 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 they don't want to, they're they are afraid. <laughs> They're afraid, so they don't, they don't, they, they, they don't, they cannot, they, they cannot relate. Yeah. You, you cannot relate with somebody well when there's fear. Yeah. So it makes a leader lonely. 
Because you, you, you see that even the person is behaving nicely, but there's fear in the relation. In, in, not, there's no relaxation or just, just being normal. Because you are not afraid of your friend. In fact, you like your friend. But you fear something that is above you or something that has power. Because that power can be turned in any direction. Yes. I mean, I once saw a man sitting in a restaurant. I was in Israel. And the man had a gun. The gun was big. And he was eating a lot just in the next table. But his gun was then, you know, seeing the power that he has to kill all of us. You get what I'm saying? You, you, you started. So I asked the man who I was eating with that, is there something going on here? Why is this huge gun and this man is sitting here with us? He said, oh, no. It's nothing. It's normal. It's normal. He said, here, we, we all carry guns. He said, if there's any terror or bad thing, we shoot there. Before the police can come, we finish everything. <laughs> so if you try, <laughs> we clear, <laughs> you'll be cleared. He said that the terrorism is very, very low because everybody is armed. But for someone who is not used to people carrying such power, you become afraid and you start to eat faster so that you can go out. So when you come near an authority figure who has power, power to employ you, power to dismiss you, power to change your life, power to relate in a certain way, power to take a decision, you tend to fear the person rather than to like the person or love the person. Oh, yes. And you can rest assured that most, then the relationships become fake. So fear, I'm I'm saying that God has given you tithe, money, all right? I'm talking about tithing, money, opportunity, even opportunity to work. Fear can change everything. This guy ended up, he was described as a useless person. Useless. And he was sent to outer darkness. So it makes you go down. So everybody here must check yourself and ask yourself, how much of what you do is based on fear? You know, one brother, um, he was talking to a sister that he wanted to marry. And um, she told him of her past life. So the brother said, uh, you know, there are some things he can handle, but he cannot handle that one. So they broke up. Now another brother came to, he was, I was attracted to this sister. Now when the brother, she was now wondering, now when I reveal my past, you know, Ghanaians, we are very duplicitous. Two lives going in one life. <clears throat> so She thought to herself, I will not say my life. I keep it. But then, I don't know, she decided to be open because, you know, the Bible says that speaking the truth in love, you may grow up 
in all things. When you speak the truth that you grow, the relationship grows. When you don't speak the truth, it kills a relationship. In Ephesians, it says, speaking the truth in love, we might grow up into him in all things. Amen. So she decided to speak the truth to the brother. So she told the brother, one time I was with James Bond, other times I was with Rambo, other time I was with Terminator, and she told him all the stories. <laughs> you know what the brother said? He said, the more she told me, the more I loved her. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, he actually liked her more because I don't know what it was, but he didn't have the effect that she was afraid that it would, it would have. And I'm saying that, and the fear is real because it has happened before. That when, you, when people know you, they, they, then they will go away. But this one, he said, he, he, he told me, he said, I rather like her more. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So sometimes the thing you are afraid of is maybe the thing that will, uh, that you should not be afraid of. The guy was afraid to put the, put the one talent to work. He should have put it. He should have put it. This story will not have come on. He should have used it. Hold your neighbor and say, what are you afraid of, my sister and my brother? God is speaking to you today. Yeah. Speaking the truth in love. That's a beautiful scripture. That speaking the truth in love. Speaking the truth in love. You may grow up into him. So relationships grow when you tell the truth. When you stop telling the truth, relationships die. Lies kill relationships. If somebody discovers that you've been lying all along, it has a devastating blow on the, on the relationship. Devastating. Saying what the truth has an effect of bringing us together. Telling lies and then finding out that you've been lying all along has a certain effect that's difficult to recover from. So be truthful. Tell your neighbor, I, I have a feeling, you know, that I don't know who you are, but I just have this feeling that God is t- telling you about telling the truth so that we can grow in our relationship. Tell the person, I don't know who you are, honestly, but I have that feeling as I'm sitting by you. Yeah. Beautiful. From today, do not be afraid to give. Say, oh, when I give, I'll be, I'll be hungry. When I give, I'm afraid that I will go down. You know, Healing Jesus campaign when we were about to do it, I had a little fear that it would cost us so much financially that it would affect the ministry. That it was a fear. It was a fear, genuine fear. But by the grace of God, if, if I had followed the fear, I, I don't think even the church would be where it is today. Amen. Are you there? The second thing to becoming financially useless 
uh, which you are going to avoid from today is hiding. Hiding the tithe. He said, I was afraid and I hid it. Yes. So don't hide your tithe from today. Don't hide what you can give. You know, one brother was uh, visited either at home or wherever and he was asked, are, are you paying your tithe? You know what his answer was? Do you know how much I earn? And he said, you know, I earn dollars. And uh, he couldn't, he didn't say how much he was earning to. I earn dollars. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't pay. Some people feel like, you know, I, I have too much to give. And the church is not used to such money. You know, I don't have to spoil the church by giving them so much money. These pastors, you know, I earn dollars, I earn this, I earn that. You earn dollars. We spend dollars. Which of the things here are not used? This one, is it not dollars that is used to, to, to buy? Is it cities that is used to buy all these things that are here? Let's be serious. Don't hide. Decide I will always sit in front. Yes, and when you come to church, I will sit in front. Yes. Because that's the best place to be, as near as possible. That should even make you say, I want to be early. Hiding is a sign of a sinner. It's a sign of sin. And that sign will no longer be found in your life. In Jesus' name. What was the first thing that Adam and Eve did when they sinned against God? They were afraid and they hid themselves. And Jesus is saying, this story, I was afraid and I hid thy talent. It's almost the same words. All are leading to disasters. Take out the great gift that God has given you and don't hide your talent. Now, One of the things that we are going to do as a church is that everybody here, all right, is going to be given a school. You know, I'm going to give everybody a school. And we are all going to become apostles. During the flow prayer meeting, when we are praying for your apostolic ministry, it's a real thing. Because an apostle is a saint person. Somebody who has been sent to a school. Yes. I know you may be a Bacenta leader or you are a businessman or I don't know what your post is, but I'm, give, I'm going to give you a school. After uh, we close, I'm going to meet my Bacenta and uh, everybody should meet your Bacenta. You will be given a school. So a part of the things you have in the church are a school. So what did you get in church? I got a school. We are not going to leave young people to just go any direction. But we are going to bring them to God and to Christ. Can I have an amen? amen. Can I have an amen? amen? Yeah. Almost anybody who becomes something in God becomes something from school. School is where changes can take place. 
After school, people rarely change. People rarely change and get converted. It happens, but it's not common. So, after, we are going to give the school. And instead of hiding your talent, you become someone who will minister to and even help people. Some of you grown-ups, if you even tell somebody, come and see me in my office, they will come. You know, last, yesterday we had an Akazo service up in the mountains. I met Benkum Secondary School students. Benkum. And they were telling me the things that are done in schools, including prostitution. Yeah. Including prostitution. You see them small, small boys and girls. Everything is done there. You know, I, I want to say that you know, so we, we value our money so much. Sometimes God even just wants your voice. God even just wants your input. You know, to forget about yourself and think of somebody, how to be a minister to someone. You know, as a pastor, I am fully aware of the needs of people. But one of the ways for your needs to be met, do you see, is to forget about yourself. Let's forget about ourselves. Concentrate on him and worship him. Let's forget about ourselves. Concentrate on him and worship him. Let's forget about ourselves. Concentrate on him and worship him. Jesus Christ. Somebody knows how to worship him. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Forget about ourselves. All the pimples on your face eh, will vanish when you start forgetting about yourself and thinking of somebody else. I'm telling you. You know, you can even see worry on your face. Out of you can come so much blessing if you turn your attention for a little while. But you see, we are selfish. That is why you are more concerned about your toothache than somebody's cancer. If somebody comes to tell you I've got cancer and I'm, I'm so, they have given me up to December to die, your toothache, which you are supposed to go and see the dentist, you see that you are more concerned. And you say, oh, sorry. But after some time, you realize that you are more concerned about your small toothache, which is just one visit to the dentist is going to solve it. Do you see? Then that person's serious trouble. Because humans are selfish. Oh yeah, that's why we hide sometimes what we can do. And that's why sometimes when you go around and you meet people and say, you could have helped me. You could have helped me, but you didn't help me. You hid yourself and you hid your talent. The Christianity that I know and that's all I have known. That's all that I've known is a Christianity in which 
you forget about yourself and concentrate on him and worship him. That's the Christianity I've known. I can't lie to you. I've not known the Christianity which is based on praying for people's all is just about a miracle to come to you for maybe money or some other ish crisis, which we do, but that has not been the focus. The focus has been let's forget about ourselves. I know if I'm to share with you the troubles that I've seen as a Christian and as a human, you'll, you'll only be surprised. The only thing you say is that I'm surprised. You look as though you have no problem in this world. Don't I look like I have no problem? Yes. <laughs> Turn to Second Chronicles chapter 15. Are you there? From verse 10. Second Chronicles chapter 15 and verse 10. So they gathered themselves together at Jerusalem in the third month. Now, this is actually, let's read a little earlier from verse 3 it says for a long season Israel had been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law a long season they had been without the true God and without a teaching priest, a priest who was teaching all the time. Israel didn't have somebody like that. But when they in their trouble did turn to the Lord out of Israel, and sought him, he was found of them. And in those days, there was no peace. There was no peace to him that went out or that came in. But great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. And nation was destroyed of the nation. Alright? Now this starts with verse 1. If you jump back to verse 1. It says, And the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him in verse 2, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah. The Lord is with you while ye be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. 
But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. You know, all my Christian experience has been trying to encourage people to serve God as your form of worship rather than seeking miracles or seeking anything else. And here comes the priest or the prophet and he comes and says, hear me. If you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, you may be going to church, but you've forsaken him, he will, he will also forsake you. So now he continues in verse 7 and starts to speak to the people to encourage them. And I'm, carrying, I'm encouraging you today because I am also a teaching priest. Yes. And the teachings are the same. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Don't hide your talent. Don't hide your money. Don't hide your gift. Don't hide yourself. Don't hide your tithe. Don't hide what you have. In verse 7, he said, Be strong therefore, and let your hands not be weak. Huh? For your work shall be rewarded. God is saying your work shall be rewarded. Your work shall be rewarded. I said your work shall be rewarded. That's why I said that apart from everything, I'm, give, I'm, I'm going to give you a school. I'll give you a school. So that you, 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 you do something. Even if it is for paying for transport for someone. Hey, five of you take a Uber. Report to me in church. And come. That alone may be saving somebody's life. And you'll be shocked. The person will one day stand somewhere and say, there was a man. He used to take an Uber or boat for me from here to bring me to, to church. I just want to thank God for that man. And when Asa heard these words, the prophecy of Oded, the prophet, he took courage in verse 8 and put away abominable idols. And he gathered all Judah and Benjamin. Verse 10. And they gathered themselves together at Jerusalem in the third month. The 15th year of the reign of Asa. And they offered unto the Lord the same time of the spoil which they had brought. 700 oxen, 7,000 sheep. Offerings. Offerings of 7,000 sheep. Can you imagine a farm which has 7,000 sheep? And the people changed in their hearts and look at what they brought to the Lord so don't hide what you have now verse 12 are you listening this is the part I want you to get I want you to remember 2nd Chronicles chapter 15 and verse 12 and 13 because it is key scripture which 
you should remember it has its parallel in Matthew 6.33. This verse is an Old Testament version of Matthew 6.33. Are you watching? And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God, to do what? To seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their hearts and with all their soul. That's it. That's all they decided to do. To seek for God, not for things, not for breakthroughs of any sort, but to seek God. With all their heart, with all their soul, I'll seek God with all my heart. And even they went further that whosoever will not seek the Lord God of Israel should be put to death. Like we should sack them. Whether small or great, whether man or woman. You know, a couple of years ago, Bishop Oyedepo from Nigeria came to Ghana. I was with him in a car. We were driving out of the stadium where he came to speak. I, I believe that he came to Ghana because of me. And I asked him in the car. I, I always hear you say covenant, covenant this, covenant this, covenant this, covenant this, covenant university even. So what is the covenant? Is it something with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob? He said, no. Covenant is to seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's the covenant. That's a covenant I made when I was not even a pastor. That I will seek God. And he said he's, he made a, a covenant and with a paper when he was courting his wife. She was his beloved. And signed and said she should sign. Otherwise he's breaking up the relationship. That she will seek the Lord first. Will seek God. She should sign it. If she doesn't sign, that's it. He can't stay with her. He cannot marry her. And she signed it. He, had, he said he has no vision of do no mission, no pastor, no whatever. Just that God, I will seek you first. And like the covenant said in 2 Corinthians, it says, and they entered a covenant to seek the Lord. That's exactly what he did. The Lord God of their fathers, with all their hearts and with all their soul. Yeah, that's it. And look at what happened after that. Verse 14. And they swear unto the Lord with a loud voice, with shouting and trumpets. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath. They rejoiced at what? The oath or the covenant. For they had sworn with all their hearts. And sought him with their whole desire. And he was found of them. And the Lord gave them rest round about. Hallelujah. This is the master key to prosperity. Is to not hide your talent. And to rather give of what you can give. Yes. Don't hide your abilities. 
Me, I never knew I had certain abilities. It is in serving God that my abilities have come out. I was in school, I was never known as a leader or called a leader. Leader of what? I was never even appointed to be the blackboard monitor or the uh, class prefect or even a prefect in the school. They never taught me worthy or even of someone with leadership qualities. Yeah. So today, I am speaking to you. You know, this is like a first service. I'm speaking to you. God wants you to seek him. Yes. Take out, come out of hiding. Come out of hiding. And let's see what you can do for God. Yeah. There's so much that you can contribute. Now, financially useless. The, the next, the number three, is never be one of the fault finders. Never find fault. Never seek for faults. Fault finding will make you useless financially. Any time you see someone who finds fault with a rich person, do you see, is likely to be poor and remain poor. <laughs> so you see at work, you see some people always complaining, complaining about the boss, complaining about the owner, complaining behind their back, and we are so duplicitous. When the person comes, you will be nodding and oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, good evening, sir. What's up? Meanwhile, just a few minutes ago, you were talking behind the person's back and saying negative things. Never join that group of duplicitous people. Duplicitous means double. Duplicity. Huh? Duplicitous. Put it into... Give us a meaning. Where's the man? Put it on the screen, please. Alright, it says, given to or marked by deliberate deception. Deceptiveness in behavior or speech. Duplicitous. You are given to and marked by deliberate deception. Deceptiveness in behavior or speech. I met someone from not from Ghana and the person said, in all my travels, I was shocked. Last week, Saturday or Friday, I met the person. And she said, in all my travels, she said, I've traveled widely. I've never met a group of people that are duplicitous as Ghanaians. Yes, that was her comment. It's not my comment, but you can see whether it is, it is the, the case. That was her comment. Marked by deception. That's why our message on loyalty and disloyalty is very important. If we don't preach it, everybody becomes like this. You can't see 
Oh, Bishop, when you go behind, you should take his time. Why is he doing this? Every day this, this and that and that. Oh, oh, we are so blessed. Oh, I'm so happy to see you. In fact, the message was very powerful. Then behind the back, you say something different. Duplicity. Marked by deliberate deception. It's amazing. Fault finding. If you can't say it in front of me, don't say it. I don't even say things about anybody that I work with or anybody that is around me. What I think about you, I've told you. I've told you as of today. If I think something, I've told you. Because I feel I should let you know. So that we relate with openness. An evil person who will never be rich, I'm telling you, is a fault-finding person. You always see things that are wrong with bosses, with big people, with authorities, with successful people. You are behind the scene, biting at their heels. Biting, little bites, like piranha sheep, uh, fish. Piranha, you know piranha? Yeah. They can eat you up, you left with bones. They dissolve you. I, I, I heard of it, but once recently I was watching a, a, a big, it's not a rabbit, but bigger than a rabbit. It went into the river by mistake and the fish got it. Huh. It, it vanished. <laughs> That's how some people's memories and talkings are. This man, instead of getting to the job, rather was looking at the big man and saying, you are a hard man. You are an austere man. How do you know my personality? How do you know the personality of that successful person? What are you analyzing that you say is harsh? And then, and then you are going further to accuse him of something wrong, that he rips what he hasn't so like things, he goes to people's cabbage farms and harvests them, when he didn't plant it, he goes to people's corn farms and harvests corn which, he, which is not for him I tend to say that he's a thief many successful people are accused all the time, as soon as you do that you'll be financially useless, why? because you cannot learn from someone you criticize You cannot learn from somebody you criticize. You cannot learn from somebody you criticize. What you criticize and what you attack runs away from you. So this man, who turned out to be useless in the end, these were his ways. He was afraid. He hid his talent. And he was fault finding, finding fault. None of the others. Why is it that the guy who was given five talents and the guy who was given just two talents, how come he didn't feel that the guy was austere? Why did he not say that you are, hard, you are a hard man? Which means harsh. It's not a nice thing to say. Why, 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 why do you think that way? Why, so why, why doesn't this person think that way? 
And I'm saying to you, let your eyes be filled with admiration rather than your eyes and your heart being filled with questions and criticisms. Fault finding doesn't make anybody prosper. If you are in a bank and you find it always, you are criticized, leave it and find somewhere else. It doesn't, it makes you filled with an evil spirit. Criticizing me will not end my ministry. It has not ended anybody's ministry. Saying bad things will not end anything. So, instead of finding faults and being duplicitous, be marked by honesty and true admiration of anything that is successful. And sow your seeds. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Finding fault. Rich people don't find fault. I mean, I say rich people. Success, somebody's going to be successful. He's not spending his time finding fault. He's admiring. When I look at the Catholic Church, when I look at the Methodist Church and all these other fathers, you can only learn something rather than being filled with four five. Once you see the fault and the fault is disturbing you, you just move on. Just move on. But why stay around and let your life be marked by deception and duplicity? Amen. All right. And the final, not the final, despising the smallness of your tithe. It's like it's too small. I will not give it. Yeah. That's why many of us don't want to work. You say, oh, I'm not good at this. I'm nothing. And that is the common speaking way of speaking of everyone. If anybody was born without gifts, it must be me. Yes. I had no... There are people who have watched me preaching. I said, why is this preaching? He's just talking. One lady told me, she said, my mother was watching. She said, but it's not preaching. She just took a remote and turned it off. I said, there are some people who listen to my talkings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To some people, it's nothing. To some people, my preaching is just basic. You don't have to stay. Go to where you think it, it is good. But I tell you, with my small ability, I have decided to serve the Lord with all my heart and with all my strength. And if it's talking, is my preaching or whatever, that's also what I will use in Jesus' name. That's all. Yes. 
Your little gift. He said it's one talent, too small. We can't do much with it. Bury it. We can't do much with it. How many things I've tried to do and I realized that I had small. When I write some of the songs and they sing them, I, I cannot sing them. You see that my singing ability is limited. My musical ability is limited. But with the small one that I have, I'm trying. Catherine Kuman said she was born without hair. She came into the world with nothing. <laughs> God used her little that she had. Hallelujah. You know, you rarely find a deep sermon by Catherine Kuman anywhere. In fact, all the books about her are people writing a story about her life. You don't have much deep. She, she didn't know. At the point, people were asking, why is that some people are not healed? Some people are, she said, she said, I don't know. <laughs> that was all. Why are you coming? And she used to say, I was born without hair. I have to check with my mother whether I was born with hair. So that I can also, I can also say that I was born without hair. In fact, I'm going to check. <laughs> yeah. Wow. One talent is not too small. Some of you, you, your house is next to a school. You are next to a school, but you feel there's nothing much you can do. Ah, but there are men who are taking the girls as prostitutes. Not that they say, I was talking to some just yesterday. Don't say it's too small. When I was transferred to the first love church, I didn't say it's too small. It was much smaller than the Kodesh. And it was in a chapel. And we were now renting again. We're renting every week. Don't say it's too small to give. You don't want to pay tax because it's small. My own is very small. I know there are some people who are paying thousands. No. And finally, not wanting to be cheated. He says, he says, you see, he thought he was being cheated. Yes. You know that I sow where I, I reap what I don't sow. And I gather what I don't straw. So he was saying, I don't want you to cheat me. I don't want to, I don't want to sow my seed. And then you, you reap it. I don't want to plant my seed and you'll be driving a Porsche car whilst I'll be in a bus or an Uber. Because me, I don't have a car. When I come to church and I put my offering, before I realize, I see that you are driving a Porsche car with an air condition. (laughs) You are reaping what you have not sown. You know, there's something wrong with you. How many agree that there's something wrong with you? Yeah. I don't want you to reap what when I sow you reap. You enjoy free things. Should such a person even be in the church? Huh? 
I'll sow my small 200 before I realize you are driving a car. <laughs> there is something wrong with your mind. And so God said to the servant, you know, you know what? Uh, you should have put my money at the bank since it's a problem for you. He didn't even address the problem. That problem has been addressed over and over. Where Paul said, who goes to warfare at his own charges? The husbandman or the farmer that sows must be the first to reap. And that they that preach the gospel will live off the gospel. Yes. And you know that it's not your 200 cities that has given anybody a car. Add up all the 200 cities you've given. See where to reach. But if that is your problem, you should have just put it in the bank. Don't let evil thoughts fill you. When you think that way, you can never be great. Yes. Fault finding and thinking always of being cheated. Sometimes when I hear people talking about the government, you know, not this government, any government, sometimes I'm, I'm amazed because I realize that the mind is that the mind is negative generally. Yes. I don't want to even go into those things. It's, it's a negative. And sometimes I wonder, where did they learn the negativity from? Sometimes people accuse, and you know, someone said, it takes a thief to catch a thief. It's like, you, you know what, how to steal. That's how come you know that somebody is going to steal. Because sometimes I'm so surprised at the Things that people come up with. And it's because you know certain things. So, brothers and sisters, these are the reasons why people many times don't prosper financially. Because all those who were not afraid and decided that I won't be afraid again, and who decided that I won't hide again, and who decided that I won't find any fault with anything again, and who said I'm not going to. Uh, 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 what? I'm not going to um, despise my small seed again. And who decided that I'm no more going to be thinking that somebody is chopping, monkey is working, baboon is chopping. I'm not going to have that mind. You know? Anywhere. Those are the people that prospered. Two of them prospered. One didn't prosper. And he didn't prosper because of this thing. Jesus gave us and that guy was selected and thrown away. You'll be thrown away because you, you hid your gift. Think not even for one minute that it is what you give or what you do that makes the church work. <laughs> you know, I wish I could point to one person and say, you know, this person is the main financier. I personally don't know anybody like that. This, this person is the main financier of this church. I personally can't point out anybody like that. I just have members. And I also don't check. I don't relate to people because of how much they give. So those are not, people that are close to me are not like, you have to be rich, you'll be close to me. I've been with small, small children. I'm so happy with them. When I was with my Benkum students yesterday, I was so happy. 
Am I saying the right in the right way? Yeah. Benkum is right, left. Yes. I don't know why you call it left and right as a name. Some of our things are funny. <laughs> left secondary school. <laughs> left and right. How many want to be among the people that increase, flourish, and do well? Oh, only this section, I think. All. Oh, okay. What about this side? Yes. Turn to somebody sitting by you and advise the person financially. Then I want to give you some financial advice. Number one, tell the person, don't hide your gifts. Number two, don't, don't be afraid. Uh, number three, don't, don't find fault with uh, great people or authorities or leaders. Don't, don't criticize them. Uh, don't despise your small gift. Uh-huh. The points are on the screen in case you forget when you are advising. Yeah. Did the person listen to your advice? Stand to your feet and let's pray. You know, I want us to pray about our financial lives because I believe that God wants us to prosper. Amen. God wants us to do well. Maybe you are hiding something. Maybe you are thinking bad thoughts. But right now, God is arresting those evil thoughts and bringing you to the right place in him. Lift your holy hands right now and let's pray for a moment. God is restoring everything that is lost. God is, God is a God of restoration. He's a God who wants you to seek him. He's a God who is seeking for you to seek him with all your heart to find him with all your heart to follow him with all your heart Oh God, whatever makes a person useless, fear, hiding, duplicity, in the name of Jesus, garandos, garandos, sharabas, camerilos, cagaras, carindos, marandes, hiding your gift, hiding your gift, hiding your gift, fault finding, mandoraba, not wanting to be cheated, thinking that somebody is cheating you my god now listen how many can realize that you've been guilty of fault finding before since you were born and how about being guilty of thinking that somebody is cheating you alright lift your hand and confess to God Lord I confess these sins before you I do not want ever to be called 
or to be seen as someone who is finding fault in the name of Jesus. Karamandos, Telemba, Mengola, Talamerido, Lede Samandala, Tombe, Berele, Lole, Barande, Mande, Berenolede, Rendelemo, Mendelema, Catale, Telebada, the Comole, Delemandele, Bere, Malandere, Lord, we confess. Lord, we confess. Lord, we confess. We confess. Mandala mandole mandede Ramandole mandede de how many sometimes have found fault with God like you you see that I've sown my seed I've paid my tithe I've served you but I don't have a beloved I don't have this I don't have that this is not changing there's no change in this case there's no I confess because God is hearing all your, your fault finding and is listening to your complaints in your heart Lord we lift our hand and we pray for mercy concerning fault finding Lord we found fault with you and found that you are not treating us nicely you are not being faithful to us but today, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now, Lord, Kambara Mano, Malande, Kemaro Menda, Lemode Shamanda Rabada, Radas Palanola, Remeketa Balanda, Hamele de Cobolo de Bye. 
how many want to gaze upon his beauty and see God as a good and a holy God a glorious God a God who is good and not evil a God who is not harsh and austere a God who is not cheating you in any way a God who is not leading you to sow and you will not reap oh Jesus
Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed by that song? I saw some single girls saying, Look, I seen that. I was wondering what type of who's who's it ain't Jesus locking that room, girl. Anyway, um, are you blessed? Personally, I feel we should have had some one or two more songs to soften the general. What do you think? Mm, but the way it is, the way it is, I think it's, it's, uh, it's okay. It's time for the word of God. I said it's time for the word of God. You know, I came to that side at the back there in the corner. You people, you didn't seem to be very alive far away in that left corner. Are you there in the corner by the wall over there? Okay. Are you ready for what God has for you? The expectation of the righteous shall never be cut off. Amen. When I was in class four, I had a math teacher called Mr. Brown. No, class five. And my brother told me that Mr. Brown's revision classes, everything he says will come in the exam. And my brother had been in the class the year before. So as Mr. Brown was doing revision, I was attentively watching what Mr. Brown had to say. And nobody else was paying attention. They thought I was just a revision class. But because I expected something from him, my eyes were alert and my ears were open. Tonight, if you are expecting something from God, everybody else may think it's just another Sunday. But I tell you, if you are alert, the scripture says the expectation of the righteous will not be cut off. And tonight, I'm sorry, this afternoon, God has a word for you. No, I tell you, your miracle is in the prophet's mouth. Your word of wisdom. You see, you see the situation, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to move forward. That word is in your prophet's mouth. And if your eyes are open, and if your eyes are alert, there's nothing that's impossible for God. There's no situation that's too difficult. There's no wilderness that a river cannot flow through. Do you believe it, First Love Church? Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His word. I can do the voice of God to me. It's the rain. Church, 
Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills. Come on, give him glory. Father, thanks a million for this opportunity that we have to serve you, to receive of your word, to follow you. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Just give praise to God for a moment. Father, thank you for this great blessing. Jesus name. Amen. Please be seated and turn to Revelation chapter 2 verse number 1. This is a message from the golden, from the Lord standing in the midst of the golden sticks. Listen, I'm sharing with you a little about first love, okay? Now, make sure you can see me from wherever you are sitting. And you can hear clearly. How many cannot hear clearly? You can hear. All right. Now, first love has to do with your position, your relative position. Because he says, I have something against you that you've left your first love. Remember, otherwise I will come and remove your candlestick from his place. That's the main thing about first love. It has to do with your position. So even though there have been churches that are um, been there for years, when you have a church which has love for God, the first love type of love, it has a different position. Are you with me? Yes. Now, what, what it is, is that as time goes by, all right, you begin to have a ministry that is like Luke 20, verse 46. Turn to Luke 20, verse 46. Beware of the scribes which desire to walk in long robes and love greetings and then the highest seats in the synagogues and the chief rooms which devour widows houses and for a show make long prayers the same shall receive greater damnation now who are scribes Scribes of long-standing pastors, of long-standing churches, whom Jesus came to meet. When a church stays for a long time, the things that become important are, number one, the long robes, verse 46, which is the dressing, like the formal dressing, the uniforms, the ranks, 
all the regalia become very important. And it has its role, but it, be, it becomes the main thing. So Jesus says, they desire, that is what their desire is in the ministry. Robes, then greetings. Greeting has to do especially with using the right titles. Please, I'm, a, I'm, an, an, I'm an LP. I'm an LR. I'm an LP. Address me properly. Don't say whatever. I was ordained. So call me reverend. Don't say pastor. I'm bishop. I'm lady, sister, whatever. Mother this. So you become obsessed with greetings, which means proper greetings. You, you, you can't greet the president and say, oh, Charlie, how? Charlie, how? Charlie, wait, 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 man, we'll see before what's going on. No, you say, oh, your excellency and whatever, you know. Then the third thing you become interested in is the highest seats. Then you have differentiation in seats. Where you sit, how you sit, this row, that row, this side, that side, this special seat, this one is soft, this one is hard, different seats. That's how ministry becomes. It becomes an emphasis on these things. Where the first religion, because all these things exist in the church. Then the chief rooms, after greetings, you have seats. Then you have rooms, offices. Where is our office? Where else? We didn't used to have office before. But now offices, where you are based, uh, how big your desk is, how big, where you operate from, you need to sit down. You know, that becomes what's important. And then, which devour widows' houses. Okay? So instead of blessing widows, you consume them or destroy them further. And then long prayers are also made. But the reason for the long prayers changes. The long prayer that you pray because you love God and you want to be with him for a long time changes to something you still do but with a different motive to make a show. So it is very easy for a religious person to develop and metamorphosize into something that is still religious, still spiritual, but off. So Jesus said in Revelation chapter 2, I have this thing against you because you've left your first love. Now, first love has this main thing, it's your position. So now I want everybody to check your position right now. What position has God given you? Maybe God has blessed you to have the position of, you know, a pastor or a leader or a businessman or an important person or at the forefront of business, the forefront of finances, the forefront of leadership, the forefront of anything or the second row or in relation to your father. You know, there are people, you are the third born, but you are the favorite of your father or you are the last born, but you are the favorite, like Joseph. It was a position he had relative to his father and relative to God. Sometimes a church has a position 
relative to whatever God is doing in a city or in a nation or even in a continent. So, that position is changed or lost by first love. If we were into polygamy, do you see, you would see that the wife that has become concerned about the long robes, the seats, the rooms, and all those things will be changed. Her position will be changed to another one. Also, can a wife become concerned about whatever? Many wives are more concerned about the dressing, how when they go out, how they look, and how nice, and all that. Not about anything, the real things that are done behind closed doors. They are more concerned about this and that, how to look, to dress, fashion sense, and combination of colors, and uh, hair, whatever, and this and that, and that's the long robes and the chief seat. Uh, I sit there who sit by, my, I'm sitting by the man of God, I'm sitting by this, and the same things. And uh, what are the other things? Where you sit there, and uh, the rooms, uh, whatever, greetings, uh, you have to be greeted as first lady, third lady, 14th lady, 15th lady, and all these greetings, and LP, and L this, and L that, whatever. Those are the main things. That's what happens when first love goes away. We just shift into these rituals, ceremonialism, and into, I mean, certain type of, I mean, I have to look that the madam has come or the whatever, the queen of whatever is there and so on. I mean, these are, how does those things help us in, real, in our real lives? You see, but that becomes the main thing. True or not true? All right, that your position in God Okay, you have to keep a good position in God and if possible, creep up closer. Creep up closer. And the closer you want to get will come from your first passionate love for God. Amen. So I began to show you characteristics of first love. And now I want us to jump straight to number 13. Okay, I'm sure you have your notes. Do you have your notes or your book? You have the book, My First Love? You don't have it? Okay, point number 13. <laughs> a person with first love can be sent over the mountains. Yes. You can send a first lover over the mountains and far away. There will be no problem at all. Wow. Songs of Solomon are the songs of a first lover, a person who is depressed or has lost the first love or maybe changed into more, if you like, a mature state of being, will be speaking more like Ecclesiastes. Vanity of vanities, all useless. But the first love is you found it in Songs of Solomon. So Songs of Solomon, people say that he wrote it when he was a young man. And Ecclesiastes, he wrote it when he was depressed about life and he had suffered in life and so then he wrote Ecclesiastes and he wrote Proverbs when he was mature, middle-aged. But they say that that's what, I don't know if it's true. But whether it's true or not, we are reading Songs of Solomon and it says in chapter 2 and verse 8, the voice of my beloved, behold, he cometh leaping upon the mountains, skipping upon the hills. Wow. Eh? So, when you are in love, 
with the first love over the mountains and over the hills. So all of you who claim to be first lovers who are at home, you've not yet started coming to church since the pandemic last year, one year, 11 months ago. You are still on the pandemic. Eh? You get it? You have to come. He says, I see the voice of my beloved. Behold, he cometh leaping upon the mountains and skipping upon the hills. So when you see the beloved, you can identify the guy who's jumping over there on the hills there. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. All right? So there is nowhere too far for someone who loves God and who has a great love for Jesus. Now, if you take a church like Redeemed Church in Nigeria, they have churches in about 190 countries, not 90. Yes. The other day I was listening to Bishop Oedipo. He said that people are listening from 170 countries. Yes. They have gathered from 170 countries. So we have to ask ourselves, which mountain is too far if we still love God? Do you get what I'm saying? We'll be racing, running, jumping across the mountains. One lady, she gave her husband salad to eat. And then he asked for more. You should have heard the comment that she made. A bushman like you, this man, who have taught him to eat salad, now he's always asking for salad. Just to get some more salad, look at the comment you are making. But the first lover will come, even if you send her, go and harvest cabbage on the mountains. You go and harvest it, and you see her running and jumping with the salad. You say that he's a bushman, you've taught him to eat salad, and now he's asking for more. When first love is gone, instead of bringing food with joy to their husbands, it is a chore. And sometimes they will hit the plate like a mountain so that it can never be possible that you ask for something else that you have to go and come again. like before I can go downstairs or go somewhere and bring another food, come back and go and come again. Here is every possible thing that you may ever ask for. As a Mount Afajato, we put it into the plate. So you see that that provision is not out of love, but it's out of, I have to finish with you. There is nowhere too far to send someone who has first love for God. There's nowhere. If you say, we are meeting here, we are going here, we are going, go and get whatever from here and come. 
You know, I'm just trying to tell you that if God is choosing just like you, you would choose somebody who is eager and somebody who is energetic and somebody who doesn't find things too on the border. It's too far, it's too this, it's too that. So let us come to our first love. Because some say, oh, you've left your first love, I don't understand it. That's the first love we are talking about. He says, I see my beloved skipping over the hills and jumping on mountains. He's leaping, he's leaping, leaping. Instead of dragging himself. How many have been sent before and you were complaining as you were going? Raise your hand so that God will forgive you. You were sent and it's like the whole thing has become an issue. Salad, I've taught him, I've taught you how to eat salad. Look at you, are asking for another salad. <laughs> Bushman. These are the words of uh, somebody. You see that the love is, I mean, the first love there is finished. It's left with, I mean, this ceremonial dress and go and show people that this is my husband and this we are married for tw- 28 years and this and that. That's all. There's nothing to it. What are all these? And you see, and in a duplicitous environment, that's where people will say, okay, let's wear the ropes. And let's do the show. But on the side, I have a side chick. Yeah, a side chick who is ready to jump over the mountains, leap over the hills, and is flowing with energy. So they said, no problem. For the ceremony and the open show, we will do it for you. No problem. We stand there, we pose, we take pictures, we do anniversary, we stand, we take pictures. But on the side and underground, will find a lively chick. Ask your neighbor, do you understand the message or it is mysterious to you? You know, all of you who are looking at me mysteriously and you don't really know what I'm talking about, you are the duplicitous people, I tell you. It's like you don't know what I'm is saying and whatever. No problem. No problem. No problem. When people have lost their first love, if they had sex in the morning and the person wants to have sex in the evening, they say, ah, why? Sometimes they even wave their hand. Why? What is this? But you see, when people are at first love, they are experiencing first love, they will send messages from the moon and say, we have had sex six times already today. Yes, that's first love. But when the first love is going and they ask for whatever, they say, what is this? Then they will change their face and come. Why? 
If there is a service, there's another service, there's another service, there's another service. You see, when you have first love, you say, wow, again and again. Let's do it again. Three services, four sermons. Let's pray again. Let's pray. Let's sing again. Let's do it more. Oh, what you don't understand the, the simple thing that I'm saying. But those who have not felt that they say, What is this? What is this? What is this? One day, a, ma- a brother, I tell you, he was annoyed with the church. He said, What is this? We come to the church. They say, Sit down. Then they say, Stand up. Then they say, Sit down. They say, Lift your hand. They say, Are we in kindergarten? What is it? What is it? Are we in kindergarten? Are we in kindergarten? children's whatever? But a real lover of God, the voice of my beloved, behold, he cometh leaping upon the mountain, skipping upon the hill, skipping upon the hills. When you have love for God, all these diplomacy robes and seats and chairs and hats and this and what have you. Oh. What are all these? What are all these? How does it help? Number 14. (laughs) A person with first love is young, young. Yes, young. 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 And smart. Mm. Mm. Full of quick action. Without delays. (laughs) Songs of Solomon chapter 2 and verse 9. It says, My beloved is like a row. A row. Or a young heart. A young antelope. That's how my beloved is. Young heart. Behold, he standeth behind our wall. We'll come to that. <laughs> he looked forth at the windows, showing himself through the lattice. Yes, we are coming to the lattice just now. But this one, it says, My beloved is like a young heart. Anybody who has first love is like, is either a young person or like a young person. Is either a young person or like a young person. That's why those of you who are so concerned with your age, I'll tell you, it doesn't help you much. That's all. It's my little brother. It's my small whatever. How about this? My junior in school. Oh, this one, they were not even in the school when I came there. I mean, they are my past whatever. These are my juniors. Ah, it's It's my small, small, uh, they say. It's my what? Chale? You should rather be happier to be called younger or to be said, I'm not, rather than always trying to prove to everybody that you are the senior of this, older than this, you were there before this. And how does it help? When you were there before, how is it helping us? <laughs> how does it help? You, you see a, a person who is taller than so, oh, he's my small brother. Why? My beloved is like a young heart. It's like a young antelope. 
whether you are young or like a young person. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling somebody, I was saying that, you see, you may grow when you are, you are very young. You see, young, sometimes some young people look like spiders. Like they are very slim, very thin. It's because of hunger. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> when God blesses you and you, 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 you even now develop from a spider, you now look like a centipede or a millipede or something bigger. Do you see? That even your, your flesh is even of a higher quality or better or whatever. I don't know if it's better, but whatever. It is your mind that matures. The attitude that matures and becomes old. That changes you, not your body. Yes, it is your mind that changes. There are many people you can't tell how old they are. If they were to come as new people and just walk in the midst of us, you start finding beloveds for them. But because they've been around for some time, you know that, oh, this one is a mother. <laughs> this one is a mother or whatever. But I tell you, it is, it, it is the mind that, sure, I am 40 years old. I am 38. I'm 28. And at that age, certain things are below you. Yes, that's why you try to show yourself too dignified. But the Bible says that my beloved is like a young thing. And it's like a young antelope. Now, I don't know if these people were able to show. They will show you an antelope, how an antelope jumps. You see, jumps. They have a special, I cannot even do it. But they have a special that they go way into the air. And so it's something that zoologists and people who study wildlife have been wondering that why do antelopes do that jump? And they were saying that when it, there were different theories. Some said that when he escapes from a leopard or a lion, then he jumps for joy. <laughs> yeah. Others also say that he jumps like that so that the leopard and the lion will see that they are very strong and fit, that it's not worth chasing him. Yeah. But whatever it is, it is something wonderful to see the extent to which they can jump into the air, antelopes. Jumping and leaping. Energetic movement as against your ladylike move. Even your handbag that is supposed to match your shoes, you are giving to somebody to carry for you. We are supposed to see the handbag in your hand and the shoes matching, but you have given it to people to carry for you. How many brothers would like a jumping antelope in your house or a queenly uh, calm t 
dignified. It's nice to be dignified. But in terms of the experience, in terms of love, it is a leaping young heart. In terms of being chosen, in terms of being chosen, it's a leaping, skipping, jumping, energetic, young. That is ready. You can send over the mountains. He will jump over the mountains. It's not a problem from here to here. I can do. As again, those who say. Number 15. Tell somebody my place will never be changed. Yeah. You know, some of you know Mother Josie, Mother Cadella. Josie. When I came to the First Love Church, I know she was always busy around me. She was always busy. When I, when I did a altar call, the souls came forward. She, she came and she has a paper. She was writing the people's names. And I just, I'm, just, I'm just sitting there. I, don't, I didn't know them. I didn't know them because I was transferred there and I didn't know who they were. So they were moving around and I, so I asked me, who is, the, who, is the, who is this person? What's their name? Then they, her name I could remember because I had not heard any other name like that before. But it was as she was moving around. She was moving, it was the activity around me that made me even notice her. There were others, but she was very energetic, full of life. She'd go here, she would come here. I always picture her walking by the uh, chapel there walking here, going here, come here, writing the names, doing this, yes, 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 we're moving. That's all. You notice the one who is energetic. In terms of being chosen, eh, it's not about being queenly. There's nothing about being a queen. We respect the queens. We respect the queens, of course. You are all beautiful queens of the Lord. Yeah, you are beautiful queens of the Lord. But in terms of being chosen, it's antelopes that are chosen. Whose positions are guaranteed? Number 15. An antelope. I say an antelope. A person. (laughs) With first love. A person with first love makes himself available. Yes, available. Available, available to you for whatever purpose. My beloved is like a roe or a young heart. Behold, he standeth behind our wall. He looketh forth at the windows, showing himself through the lattice. So there's a lattice and he, he shows himself like this. I'm here. I'm available. I am here. I am available if you want me. Yes. I'm available. Oh, I'm around. Showing himself forth through the lattice. So when you look through the lattice, you say, oh, you are there. You're still around. Oh, you've been around all this time. You're around. That is a, that's a first lover. He shows himself, oh, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. I, 
I don't know what's going on, but I'm around. I'm around. Lovers are around. They hang around. They hang around. Makes himself available. One day there was a sister who was trying to be Lavedos, somebody who was here in Ghana with a lot of, I mean, words and so on. And I said, look, the brother is here. You are there. So I said, let her, tell her to come. Tell her to come. Tell her to come. Yeah. I've, I've had that a number of times. Tell her to person come. My beloved is, is showing himself through the lattice. Some come, some don't come. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm available. I'm, I'm around. Hanging around because of love. Just around. I love being around. When people are married and their first love is gone, oh, you not see them around. In the name of I'm doing something, I'm working here, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing something important for the, for the house, for this, for that, be here, be there, be there. You're not available. This is not available. Most houses have lonely fathers sitting alone. Huh? Or it's not true? Yeah. They're not available for nothing. But a first lover is right there, available. Through the, he shows himself through the lattice. I'm here. I'm busy doing things organizing. You are a lazy man. You don't do anything. You are a lazy man. You don't do anything. I have to do everything. So I'm working. It's a common story. But someone with first love will be available. Available when you are available. I am available to work for the Lord. I'm available to any idea you come up with. I'm available. My beloved shows himself through the lattice. One brother who was in first love with his beautiful beloved bride, wife, said to her, I want to take you out. Let's go out. He said, oh, no. I'm tired. Then another said, I want to go. I want to take you to, let's go here. Oh, it's late. I, oh, let, let's go. I want to take you to, let, let's go here. You would think that everybody would go till you hear real stories. Let's go for a drive. So, oh, it's, it's cold. Mosquitoes, this, that. Oh, yeah, but when they are in a beloved state, mosquito, even church fly can bite you. You see, they, they will still be there. Church fly will bite them. They will still be there. There is nowhere that you are not available and nowhere that is too far. I said to the brother, so she didn't want to go for the dinner. I said, no. I've asked and asked and I doesn't want to go, doesn't want to go out, doesn't want to go to a dinner, doesn't want to go to lunch. Doesn't want to go here. Doesn't want to go there. It's wonderful. Tell your neighbor, it is wonderful. Your position is determined by your first love. 
He said that, repent, otherwise I'll come and remove you from that place. In Ghana today, churches like our churches was not important. We were called mushroom churches. When President Rollins came on, they came with a law, PNDC law 221, which was designed to close down churches. It was like we, we, we had to register, bring the members you have. If you meet in a classroom, you are not a church. This and that, plenty things. We were considered as non-entity. They called us mushroom churches. I mean, things that should be closed down. It's like we are not whatever. The older churches were like they, they were the voices of whatever. Today, you can't say that we don't have a voice. Today, you can't say that we don't have a voice. Because things change according to the passion and the love that a person is having. Positions start changing. I'm not saying we are anything now, but you see that there are changes and shifts. Your importance changes as your first love fades. Yeah. I always want to be passionate and excited about serving God. In fact, Paul said it. He said in Acts chapter 20, I think verse 19, he said, I want that I might finish my course with joy. Yes. Serving the Lord with all humility. And then maybe verse 20, check it out. That I might finish my course with joy. 24, verse 24. He said, none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear to myself. Why? So that I might finish not deadened and dry, discouraged, disillusioned, discouraged, and always sad and not excited. But I want to finish my course. Not just finish my course, but I want to finish my course with joy and excitement. I want to die excited. I want to die with joy. Knowing that I'm serving God still with my joy. The same joy and love that I came with. I'm, I'll die with that love and joy. To the end. That's the only way you can guarantee that your position will, will, will remain. You like watch and see. Once you, you, you drop first love. First passion. First excitement. I'm telling you. You're, you'll be replaced by somebody who's excited. Yeah, it, you, it, It's like magic you will see that they will gradually shift into position and replace the, 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 the important thing that was there before. It's marvelous. He said, my beloved has showed himself forth at the lattice. Yeah. Look at the uh, antelope. I saw an antelope there. Beautiful. It's not a, a jumping until, uh-huh. No, there's a one, they have a special jump. This is not a right. My friend, see me after check for ponding. <laughs> Don't watch animals. Beautiful. Tell your neighbor, Charlie, I'm available. I'm available. I mean, I'm, I'm, you can see me through the lattice. You can see me through the lattice. You see me, I'm constantly around. Well, look through the lattice, I'll be there. I'll be there. Amen. Wow. Number 16. And we are ending in a few minutes. A person with first love. Uh-huh, you see? A person with first love wants more, more, more. It's a, 
And so a person without first love will say, ah, why, 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 why? Why? It's too much. Then he said, okay, come back to my duplicity. I said, okay, I'll flow. But it's too late. You have already shown that you, are, you don't want all these things. A person with first love can be called to come away from his place of security, from his home, from his family, from his country. Yeah, a person with first love can be called to come away. Songs of Solomon, chapter 2, and verse 10. Okay, Lord. My beloved spake and said to me, Rise up, my love. Huh? Rise up, my what? My love. I didn't call your name anymore. It's my love. My love. He's forgotten that your name is Rebecca. He said, my love. What's your name? Love. My love. My love. First love is nice. Hmm. Rise up, my fair one, and come away. And what? Come away. For lo, the winter is past. The rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth. The time of the singing of birds is come. And the voice of the turtle is heard in our land. The fig tree putteth forth her green figs. And the vines within the tender grape give a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. Come away. There's a song like that. Away. Come away. Come and spend some time with me. Come away, let your heart and mind be still, let your empty cup be filled, come and spend some time with me, come away. Let's all sing it, come away. Come away. Let your heart and mind be still. Let your empty cup be filled. Come and spend some time with me. Come away. Beautiful. Now you see some people over there, they, they, it's like they don't even have even energy to come, like even to get up. It's amazing. It's amazing. So if you were married, the person said, get up. He said, come. He said, hmm. You have to say, it. I, I, when I do this, it means this. When I do this, it means this. Wow. Come away. Come away from Ghana. Come away from the UK. Come away from America. Come away from Switzerland. Come away from your safety zone. Come away, my love. Come, come, come. There is no far place that God cannot draw a first lover to. Somebody who just loves God. There is nowhere, there's no town, there's no village that you won't come away to. There's no retreat that you will retreat from. You will love to be called to come away. Come away. Come away. Come away. Come away. Come and spend some time. Come and spend some time with me. Come 
Can God call you to come away? Can God call you to come away? As you love him, he can call you to come away. Come away from what you are used to and what you, are, you feel safe in just to serve him and to love him. Let your hands Some time with me, come away. Come on, sing it for the last time. Come away. Are you singing to the Lord? Come away. wants to hear the voice of the Lord and his anointed. Yeah. Songs of Solomon chapter 2 verse 14. When you are first loved, nobody will tell you to listen to podcasts. Nobody will tell you to listen to podcasts or listen to camp or listen to this, listen to that. Oh my dove that are in the clefts of the rock and in the secret places of the stairs. Let me see thy countenance. I want to see your face. And let me hear thy voice. For sweet is thy voice. And thy countenance is comely. Sweet is thy voice. Sweet is thy voice. Sweet is thy voice. The voice is an even sweet to you. The voice even is sweet to you. It's so sweet and does something to you. Nobody would tell you, 
Do you know what is podcast? You have to get this. You have to do this. You have listen to message. A faith comes by hearing. It's important as a pastor, this and that. No, you will love the voice. He said, my beloved, let me hear thy voice. For, thy, for sweet is thy voice. And thy count, even your face is nice. I like looking at your face on videos. There are some faces I, when I look at video and I see that I become happy. And voices that I hear, I, I become happy to hear the voice. The voice alone makes me happy. So first lovers, it is important that you learn to love to listen to messages not that, you know, anybody is telling you what to do. Now, Songs of Solomon chapter 2 and verse 8. I'm talking about first love. This is the voice of my beloved. Behold, he comes leaping on the mountains, skipping on the hills. I'm so sad that these people couldn't show us a real skipping antelope you know you have, you'd, love, you'd love to see it's one of the maneuvers of an antelope so when, when somebody is telling you love is like an antelope a raw heart I don't think people can imagine what it is if you are a first lover your marital room will be more like a gymnastic uh, what do you call a gym a gym yeah aha Look at it. Yeah. Yeah. You see, they are not just running, they are skipping. Yeah. Yeah, this is love. My beloved is like this. Yeah, love. Look at that. Wow, look at it. Yeah. Skipping on the hills. Whoa. 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 Amen. Yeah. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. You see, he's lost hope. You can't catch a first lover easily. A demonic powers cannot catch a first lover easily. Because there's the energy to escape and the energy to win and to fight. It's, it's what? Energy. Wow. First love. Are you excited about first love? Okay, yeah. Lift your hands and thank God for the message you have heard today. Loving God with first love. Father, thank you. Thank you for blessing us, touching our lives in a special way. We praise you, Jesus. I want everybody to commit himself to being a first lover. A lover of God with passion. Now, pray about your position. You are positioned by God somewhere. And this position will not be lost. Because you are going to serve him.
his place. Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus, just raise your hand like this. Maybe somebody invited you, but you are not a born again Christian. And the Bible says that greater love has no man than this, that a man should give up his life for a friend. You are the friend. Jesus is a friend and more. And Jesus is giving his life for you. He wants to be your friend. If you are here today and you want to be Jesus' friend, he gave up his life for you. If you want to give your life to him, raise your hand like this. Look at my hand. Just raise your hand up like this. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hand. If you've lifted your hand, come to me in the front here very quickly and I'm going to pray with you. Come. Come from where you are standing. Come. 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 Jesus. Come your hands and pray with me this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I am a bad sinner. Please wash me. Cleanse me from my evil ways and my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I give my life and my heart to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I'm born again. I am born again. I'm a child of God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Um, all of you who've come here in the front, it's a very important decision that you've taken today. And because of that, I'm, I'm going to give you a special gift. Okay? So I want you to follow this. Look at the sign. Lift it up high above your head. Follow them and they're going to give you one of my special books and you are going to come back and join us right now. Okay? God bless you. Go this way. Take your Holy Communion. Take the bread. John 6 and verse 50. This is my body which is broken for you. The Bible says, this is the bread which comes from heaven that a man may eat and not die. I like this verse. That a man may do what? Eat and what? Not, so it means that it's the first anti-death drug ever invented. It fights death. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for this Holy Communion. As we receive of the body, may we, by this act, 
neutralize and cancel all forms of death and agents of death and appointments with premature death that have are stalking us or intend to capture us this week or any other time that is not a time that you have designed for us to die and to be with you let blessings and healings and life come into our lives as we partake the body of Jesus Christ the wine which is the blood whatever mistake you've made that is following you like a snake that is following a prey whatever represents death that is stalking you following you through this blood let your sin and you be separated your mistake and your life be disconnected may you be forgiven May you be delivered from your sins by the blood of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, the blood of Jesus Christ. Now lift your hands for your blessing. This is a special communion and receive your special blessing. Whatever represents failure in your life is cancelled today in Jesus' name. All failures of your life, you are rescued from them now. Receive the power of rescue. Receive the power of rescue in the name of Jesus. You are rescued from your own devices. Every failure financially you are rescued from it today in Jesus name every failure morally you are rescued from it and the effects of it in the name of Jesus let me hear your loudest amen let me hear your loudest amen every failure to do the right thing anything you fail to do what is right that is turning into a giant in your life to chase you by the blood of the lamb be rescued from that giant in the name of Jesus let me hear your loudest amen whatever represents a curse a frustration a continued and repeated failure of your life by the blood be rescued now from that in Jesus name by the blood of the lamb receive your forgiveness receive rescue by the power of God receive deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ whatever represents defeat whatever has defeated you 
I bless you to overcome what has defeated you in the past. Something that fought with you and was able to defeat you from today by the power, the strength, the help of God. Receive the power to overcome what defeated you. In the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest amen. Now I see somebody lifting up two hands like this. Which means that you have the victory. Receive the victory. Receive power to overcome. In Jesus name. Receive it now. Say I receive it. Say I receive it. Say I believe it. I receive it. Power to overcome my failures, my defeats, my disgrace. In the name of Jesus. Any shame, any shame or shameful thing associated with you is cancelled today. For your shame, you shall receive double. Receive double honor by the power of the Holy Ghost. Now put your hand on your belly. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. May the Spirit of God flow out of you and flow in you and flow through you in a great and violent way from today. Changing you and making you a new person. The Lord bless you. The Lord give you peace. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord remember you. The Lord answer your prayers. The Lord help you. The Lord fight for you. The Lord contend with those who contend against you. The Lord stand up for you. Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for blessing everyone with life. Whatever is called death, coffin, funeral, sadness, sorrow, pain, futility, coming near you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it now. Death, go away. Death, go away. Death, go away. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and receive the grace to cross 70 with ease. 70 with ease. Receive power from God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, thank you for hearing our special prayer in this special communion service based on John 6.50 that this is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat and not die. So we have believed that as we have eaten and drunk, we have eaten and drunk and shall not die or experience death when we ought not to experience it. Thank you for your blessing. And everybody shouted your loudest, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more.
Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.